0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, Ministry of Greater Works Christian Church, right here in beautiful Lancaster, California. I am your host, Robert Enis. Here I will discuss theology, doctrine, politics, social and cultural issues, pretty much anything I feel like talking about. But basically, I flip tables. Please remember to download each episode. That's very important. Download each episode. Hold on tight! It's going to be a bumpy ride. This is going to be good.
1: It is a beautiful day here in Lancaster, California. Beautiful for me. It's at present thirty-nine degrees outside, or right around that. It was snowing a little bit earlier. It wasn't really sticking. It was just kind of blowing in from the uh, from the what is that? From the west, blowing in uh, eastwardly. But it was really nice because I love that kind of weather and it's really fun and everything. But beautiful out here anyways. The little bit of snow was sticking on the hillside surrounding our valley. So it was beautiful. It was nice. And uh, here I am in my travel trailer studio, the back of the property. And again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm still getting over this strange head cold. I feel okay. I sound a thousand times worse than I feel. A little phlegmy but not super super bad so if uh, i have an occasional cough or something of that nature please forgive me i'll do my best to edit it out so you don't have to hear it but if i miss them uh, i just ask you to forgive me in that sense so let's get on with this because i have something i want to talk to you about uh, and i have um, some a few things i want to read to you but remember we talked about the uh, train derailments especially that one that was in ohio and all it seems like so many of these train derailments lately have had toxic chemicals on them, and the one in Ohio—what's uh, what, the name of that place? New Palestine or Palestine something? Um, Ohio, anyways, had a—it was pretty bad. The 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 toxic chemicals in there—they were they were pretty bad, and they were finding fish, and they're still dying. And some livestock and pets were getting sick and even dying. And they're trying to say to the townspeople, oh, no, 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 this is not too bad. It's not going to get in your drinking water, even though it's in the creek. You know, again, somebody didn't teach them that the water on top eventually makes it to the water underneath. And that's where we get our drinking water. So they're saying, oh, no, everything's fine. Everything's okay. Go back home. I know you smell this stuff. I know you're choking on it. I know you smell it but don't worry it's fine now hurry up boys let's get out of here before we get sick I am so amazed at how inept our government is right now how absolutely inept our government is and by the time I'm done reading just this it's about uh, only about a page and a half this article and you'll see what I mean when I get to the bottom of this article And, and you'll understand what I mean about how inept our government is. So ladies and gentlemen, I just want to throw this out here right away. I just want to say this right away. When President Trump was in office, whether you liked him or not, okay, and, and what I find so amazing, um, this not only can I attest to this personally, but I've seen this with those, you know, when they call them like the man on the street reports, where they just somebody out send somebody out with a microphone and a camera, and they just ask them random questions. And I was watching one just the other day where they were asking people, it was simple. Trump Or Biden. Some people were saying Trump. And and the people that said Trump, the people that supported Trump, it was not your stereotypical people that we think or we've been told can't stand him. Like And and please, I only bring race into it. Well, because race was brought into it. But they asked uh, uh, people of all different walks of life, men, women, uh, uh, black, Hispanic, white. And it seemed like the darker the skin color the more they su- supported Trump in this particular man-on-the-street kind of event. The lighter the skin color, they started looking more like me, unfortunately. <clears throat> I, I, I don't mind a good tan every now and then, so I say unfortunately. The more they supported Biden and they didn't like Trump. But then, when asked why, you know, they would say, you know, the, uh, Trump or Biden? And they would say, oh, Biden all the way, blank. And I don't use that kind of language, but blank Trump. Oh yeah? Why? What, what's what's Biden done for you or for America that you support him? And then it's almost like you know you see these in the cartoons or something like that. The little imaginary dunce cap goes over somebody's head, and that's the way these people look. I'm I'm just going to be honest with you, you, Biden supporters. I'm just going to be so just just honest with you because I don't know how it, what what else to be. You guys sound idiotic, absolutely idiotic, and so. They asked these people, why Biden? What has he done for you? And it's just like, (whistles) the little chirpy birds started flying around their head chirping. They didn't know. Well, nothing comes to mind right now, one lady said. Oh, he asked another guy who says, oh, yeah, Biden. Okay, what is, why don't you like Trump? Let's try that. Why don't you like Trump? Oh, well, he's just this, that, and the other thing It's very vague. He's a jerk. He's this, using Foul language for the most part. I don't like his policies. Well, what policy? What policy specifically did you not like about Trump? Again, those little birdies came back. You know, for me, I got a little squirrel that tra- chases me around and, and makes fun and has to add things in. But these people had these little chirpy birds and they're just flying around their head, chirping like they just got hit in the head with a big rubber mallet like they used to do on Tom and Jerry or something. And and again, I'm just, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, Do they even stop long enough to listen to themselves? Because if they did and they were truly just honest with themselves, unless they had mental illness, (laughs) but I won't go there. But unless they have mental illness, if they honestly just listen to themselves and self-analyze, I know that they would come out of this realizing, wow, I sound like a complete idiot. Maybe I should change. Maybe I should change the way I view policy, presidential candidates, uh, elected officials, um, what else? Political parties, because I sound like an idiot. Well, not me personally, ladies and gentlemen. I tried one time, I failed miserably. So it's almost impossible for me to sound like an idiot unless, unless I am playing the part Of a democrat and i know i'm having fun with it but i am dead serious you democrats out there i don't know really what's going on with you but honestly and and i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna be as compassionate as i possibly can You guys really need, uh, I don't know, check your medication. Maybe you got the wrong meds. Maybe it's not strong enough. Maybe it's too strong. I have no idea what's going on with you. Maybe you need to go back to your therapist, your psychologist, your psychiatrist. Because something is not working in your life. When you can't even answer a simple question as to why, specifically, policy-wise, you don't like Trump. Or why, specifically, policy-wise, you like Biden. When the little chirpy birds come in and fly around your head... And start chirping you know you got some issues and anyways I, I didn't get on here to necessarily deal deal with that however I want to read this to you and I hope I just hope that you have your thinking caps on for just a few moments let me read this this is from an article in Newsweek and it was actually published February 13th so that's uh, what nine days ago February 13th of this year, written by Thomas Kika, K-I-K-A. And again, this is Newsweek Magazine. I will put the link so that you can check it out yourself if you'd like to. says, the explosive train derailment that recently led to the evacuation of an Ohio town was among more than a dozen reported rail wrecks in the U.S., since the year began. So the opening line of this article, um, speaking about this uh, train derailment in Ohio, but it goes on to say that is more than a dozen, more than a dozen reported rail wrecks in the U.S. since the year began. On February 3rd, a tanker train derailed in the Ohio town of East Palestine near the state border with Pennsylvania. The crash led to multiple explosions and chemical leaks, prompting the governors of both states to issue evacuation notices for the town and its surrounding areas. Controlled burns of the vinyl chloride from the train's uh, tanks were initiated, with residents warned that the air could be flooded with dangerous gases like phosgene and hydrogen chloride. The fiery crash was one of more than a dozen train derailments reported in the U.S., this year let me read that again because i'm i'm finding this amazing i am finding this absolutely amazing the fiery crash was one of more than a dozen trail derailments reported in the u.s this year ladies and gentlemen we are coming to the end of only february the second month of the year this was published nine days ago. So by when this was published, this article, we were only a month and a half into the new year. And so far, in approximately six weeks of the new year, we've had, uh, it says over 12, over a dozen. So I'm, I'll just put a number to it and put 13. I don't know. It could be 15. It could be 18. But it says more than a dozen. So I'm going to put 13 because that would be one more than a dozen. <clears throat> so we've had... 13 train derailments in six weeks, in the opening six weeks for this year. So if my math is correct, let's see, six weeks, uh, 12, that's two a week, a little bit more than two a week. Two train derailments every week in this country. I want you to think about that for just a moment. Do you even hear of these things? Now, we've heard of these, these few because of the toxic chemicals and such and it's made the news in that sense but my point is if we have two a week trail there's a there's a lot of things that i find a a a huge problem with it number one why isn't our media um talking about these about that you know reporting on these things and not just talking about reporting on them when they happen but why aren't they jumping in jumping in and doing a little investigative reporting And finding out why we're having two train derailments every week in this country. And why we're having so many of them with toxic chemicals leaking. This is blowing my mind. I mean, this is just so extraordinary to me. Anyways, let me go on. Fiery crash shows one more than a dozen train derailments reported in the U.S. this year. Only one and a half months in, we covered that, another wreck on January 19th also occurred in Ohio, with several train cars stretching over miles, derailing between the towns of Trinway and Adams Mill, according to the Times Recorder. It was considerably less destructive than the one in East Palestine as the cars were empty, though cleanup efforts were projected to last for a week. A representational image of a train derailment is pictured. It's in this article and such. So if you read the article, you can find us. Over, over a dozen such train wrecks have been reported this year, including the recent explosive one in East Palestine, Ohio. Most of the reported crashes this year, three in total, occurred in South Carolina. The one has not been fully confirmed by Newsweek. The first took place January 9th in Lake City with 20 cars derailing after the train struck an empty car left on the tracks so um am i if if i'm understanding this correctly <clears throat> the first train wreck in in south carolina on january 9th was because it struck an empty car that somebody left on the track i don't i mean i'm not a train expert but i've seen how those things you know grasp to get together those big old you know i don't know what to call them but they just grab one hole, and it's noisy and it's clanky and it takes You just don't like drop those things off you know what i mean it's just not like pulling over and letting grandma at off at the curb or something some work goes into connecting and disconnecting those cars from one another how in god's name do you just accidentally leave a train car on the track this just i aren't they supposed to be connected together so that when the train pulls away that car pulls away i anyways Don't get me started. Don't get me started. No injuries or deaths were reported. The next one occurred near Loris, January 21st, involving multiple cars carrying rocks and gravel tipping, which tipped over. The third incident, reportedly near Inori uh, on Monday, remains a developing story with few details available. Two other crashes took place in remote parts of California with at least one reportedly carrying grain. No details emerged about the other uh, train's cargo, though officials did confirm that the derailment did not result in any leaks. So, oh yeah, we don't know really if it was carrying anything harmful, but trust me, there's no leaks. Oh, okay. No leaks of what? Anyways, a pair of derailments notably occurred in major metro areas, area. Uh, me trying to breathe through this nonsense and everything makes me, I can't even read correctly anymore. Anyways. Let me try to get through this. A pair of derailments notably occurred in major metro areas. On February 1, a train fell off the tracks in Detroit, Michigan, leaving several cars hanging over the side of a bridge. The other incident involved a passenger train in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, which resulted in no deaths or injuries. So one train just I don't know, just fell off the track and was hanging off the bridge. The other one was a passenger vane. Nobody got hurt, thank God. But still, I don't know about this. Ladies and gentlemen, is this in any way acceptable to you? 12, 13 uh, train derailments in the first six weeks of this year. Is this in any way acceptable to you? Because I'll tell you, it's not acceptable to me. Somebody's not doing their job. Somebody's doing their job very horribly, all right? And and I'm just I, I'm I'm, dumbfounded at this because we have train tracks where I live. We have train tracks right down the middle of the, of the town of the city, you know. And, and anybody that knows this area, it, it, you know Sierra Highway as it's going through town runs alongside the train tracks, Palmdale to Lancaster. And there's many streets that cross those train tracks. And so it's very close to much of our infrastructure and where people live. I couldn't imagine if, say what happened in Ohio happened right here in Palmdale or Lancaster. There would be people literally within a half a mile of, of, of that train, if it, if it happened in town, living within a half a mile of that wreck. And if that was uh, some you know really bad toxic stuff that's in there, toxic chemicals and stuff, there could have been a lot of deaths. If not immediately, certainly long-term, because that's what a lot of these things lead to. You get that stuff in you, you get that stuff on you, you breathe it, you kind of get sick right away, but then you tend to get over it after you get some fresh air, but it does something to your body. Little children later on want to get married, have kids, and their kids come out deformed or with all kinds of sicknesses, or they start getting leukemias and they start getting cancers at an early age. These are the types of things that happen and they're just brushing it off like it's no big deal. I mean, I guess to... The powers that be it is no big deal when they sit back and watch 12 happen in six weeks of time I'm, I'm just I'm blown away by this so let me let me read the last one two three four five lines of this article because this says a lot to me I highlighted this but this says a lot to me <clears throat> it says the remaining derailments that Newsweek could verify took place in Alabama Alaska Louisiana In Texas, the Bureau of Transportation Statistics found that 54,539 train derailments occurred in the U.S. from 1990 to 2021, an average of 1,704 per year. Ladies and gentlemen, that's 1,704 train derailments on average per year since 1990 to uh, 2021. While that statistic may be higher than most would expect, death from derailments are much less common with the Bureau's findings uh, placing the yearly average at just four since uh, 1990. I guess four deaths since 1990. Okay, Thank God that out of all of those 54,539 derailments in that time period, only four people died. I, I, it's heartbreaking that four people died, but it could have been much worse. But my, I'm just curious about this, and I don't know how you would track this unless they actually have um, done the work to track this. But what about the toxic chemicals that have spilled either into the ground or burned up in the air, uh, got into the drinking water, things of that nature? How many sicknesses, illnesses, and things of that nature and death has occurred because of it, but maybe not immediately, like in the first two weeks or even first year. What about two years from then? Five years from then? What about people getting strange cancers and things of that nature, or children being born, maybe stillborn or deformed or sickly? You see, that was that's that's what really concerns me. That's what truly concerns me is the aftermath. Because I don't know about you, but even here, right here in my own hometown, if a big old train carrying toxic chemicals uh, crashes. And catches on fire I'm out of town I'm scooping up the people that I love and I'm getting out of town until they get that cleaned up and I'll be drinking filtered body bottled body bottled water for a long 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 time not that I drink the tap water but you you understand what I'm saying so what about a year two years five years from from the actual derailment and the spill and all that mess 54,539 train derailments between 1990 in 2021 over 1700 per year on average and so far in 2023 we've had over a dozen over 12 in six weeks and several of those had toxic chemicals spilling the worst at least what we're being told is there in ohio new palestine ohio so is this acceptable ladies and gentlemen I don't think that there would be an American that would say, no, this is okay, this is acceptable. And I know the knee-jerk reaction of a lot of liberal-minded people is going to be, see, it's those mean, those uh, wicked uh, capitalists who are out only for a buck. They don't care about anybody, they're just making money. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, in-laws, outlaws, moms, dads, grandparents, listen to me if you would. And please take note, this falls under the heading, oh, Oh let me let me let me read the very last line of this article the very last line says newsweek has reached out to the us department of transportation so newsweek has reached out to the us department of transportation for a comment and apparently at least when they published this no comment was given or at least included in this article now maybe they have in the last 9 days i don't know um, but they reached out, says, hey, would you guys like to give a comment? There was little Tweety Birds again. Those little Tweety Birds again. Why am I talking about those little Tweety Birds? Because that's what the, the look on people's face when they're supposed to step up and do the right thing or say the right thing. And they don't. Here was a chance for somebody in the... Department of Transportation to rise up and do and say the right thing. So once again, oh yeah, those those wicked we Republicans. A lot of people would say. And let me tell you something. This is something that um I I, I process. Just didn't take me long. Who's in? You know. <clears throat> you now this has been happening since nineteen ninety at least those numbers. Now I don't know what happened before nineteen ninety, but we're going from nineteen ninety numbers to to two thousand twenty one. 54,000, more than 54,000 derailments. Somebody somewhere hasn't been doing their job. Doesn't matter to me if it was a Republican president or a Democrat president. Somebody wasn't doing their job. The Department of Transportation has not been doing their job and their due diligence to put things into play that will put this kind of uh, nonsense to a stop. Now, this is all mechanical. You can't you can't take away these derailments 100% unless you just shut down the rail lines completely 100%. But 54,000, if they can't get a grip on that and at least cut that in half, then somebody again is extremely inept, <clears throat> which got me thinking. All right, who is the U.S. Secretary of Transportation? Who is the head of that department? And it's none other than, I'm going to butcher his last name, but Pete. Budigig, Budigig, it says that, and I'm right at the um, transportation.gov where it says meet secretary, and is talking about Secretary Budigig, whatever his name is. It says, Pete Budigig serves as the 19th Secretary of Transportation, having been sworn in on February 3rd, 2021. Did you hear that date? February 3rd, 2021. That's the, the Biden administration. So, President Joe Biden, Uncle Joe, is responsible for putting this guy in this position. Says his focus as secretary is to deliver the world's leading transportation system for the American people and economy. He has worked to achieve organizational excellence in the department's operations and to focus the department on five policy goals. Safety. He failed at that. Jobs. Equity. What what does that have to do? What does equity have to do with trains? Do you see how these liberal nut jobs put the wrong thing first? They put the wrong things out there and then we wonder why they fail? Well, I don't wonder anymore. Anyways, let me go on. So um, these five policy goals, safety, he failed, jobs, equity, climate, and innovation. In his first years at the department, he pulled prioritized supporting the development and passage of President Biden's signature bipartisan infrastructure law. Since the law's passage, Secretary Buttigieg and his team have focused on effectively delivering the investments provided by his legislation, enabling the most significant improvements in U.S. transportation infrastructure in over half a century." Liar, liar, because if he was able to do what he just claimed here, if he was able to take this stuff, this legislation that came out of Biden, this infrastructure law and was able to upgrade or, uh, um, you know, do as it says here, make the most significant improvements in U.S. transportation infrastructure in over half a cent, then we wouldn't have at least so far this year already 13 derailments in six weeks how can he sit here with a straight face and say oh yeah that's right because this guy's a fruitcake nut he's a nut you look into his life he's a nut he puts everything strange awkward and weird into his life he's a nut this guy has a mental illness and uncle joe who's dealing with i don't know alzheimer's dementia whatever no wonder no wonder we have all these train derailments why because the guy at the top his train has already derailed a long time ago. Come on, people. Now, you, 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 uh, you liberals out there, you, you Democrats, I have no idea how you could sit there with any kind of straight face. You should be ashamed of yourself. You should be ashamed of yourself. I mean, absolutely should be ashamed of yourself for the type of leadership that we have, all liberal, all Democrat, and all nuts. Jeez. Anyways, let me go on. There is, I don't know if you want to call it a bright side to this, but an interesting side. Because one of the worst derailments was, like I said, this East Palestine, Ohio. And in East Palestine, Ohio, that's where they had the chemicals and everything. And then the the one guy come in from the government, uh, what was his name? Regan, I believe his name was, the last name Michael Regan, if I remember correctly. it's in one of my first podcast about the train derailments how he was just saying oh yeah drink the water it's okay you guys have nothing to worry about go home but we we smell chemicals we smell everything like it smells like paint it smells like chemicals ah don't worry about it just go home and i called him out and i said hey go rent a house work from home for the next six months right there in that town a mile away from that um train derailment and see if you'll be saying the same thing but here is another little clip. I'm not going to read this whole thing, but this this happens to be from pbs.org of all places. PBS wrote a little article on, and it's entitled this, Trump That's my president. visits East Palestine train derailment site, calls response, and he's talking about the federal government, calls response a betrayal. Now, to the best of my knowledge, at least up to, to date that I know of, Biden has never shown up there. He's never shown up to show his support to the people. He's never shown up to tell the people his plan and what he plans on doing to help them. No. He didn't. But Trump did. Trump showed up. It says East Palestine, Ohio, AP. Former President Donald Trump on Wednesday described the federal response to the toxic train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio as a betrayal. As visited the village amid mounting frustration from residents and local leaders more than two weeks after the disaster. Trump, wearing his trademark red Make America Great Again cap and an overcoat, said the community needs answers and results, not excuses. He spoke at a firehouse roughly half a mile from where more than three dozen freight cars, including 11 carrying hazardous materials, came off the tracks near the Pennsylvania state line. In too many cases, your goodness and perseverance were met with endurance indifference and betrayal, Trump said. He appeared with Senator uh, J.D. Vance, Republican from Ohio, Mayor Trent Conaway, and other state and local leaders, giving the visit the look of an official trip. Now, uh, I don't think I'm going to read any more from that because we got the gist of it. Biden doesn't show up. The President of the United States doesn't even bother showing up to show his support to the people there and offer his hand the federal government's hand and help of cleaning it up and making sure this type of thing never happens again. But former President Trump, President Donald Trump, shows up, makes a speech, encourages the people. And part of that speech was, you all have been betrayed. And I want to say the same thing to you. Maybe there hasn't been a train wreck near you, ladies and gentlemen, in your own hometown. But do you know who Biden and his administration has betrayed the most? Of course, every American, but even more than that, you Democrats, you liberals. Okay, I'm just going to be, again, I want to be honest with you. You need to hear this. You need to hear this. President Biden and his administration and this Pete Buttigieg dude, he is making all of you look like idiots. Looking, making you all look stupid and foolish. Making you all look so ignorant and immature. You guys stood for this guy, voted for this guy, supported this guy, and now he's betraying each and every one of us. You say, well, he didn't do anything to me because no trains came off in my hometown. Well, no, but what if it was your hometown? What if you lived in New Palestine, Ohio? What if you put the flag in your yard? Vote for Biden. Vote for Biden. It's like a Napoleon Dynamite scene. Uh, vote for Biden. Vote for Biden. You know? And, and and you did all that, and then this happens. It could have very well been your... But let's face it. Let's Let's not even talk about the train derailments for just a moment gas prices he failed every one of you made every one of you who voted for him and supported him look foolish the the economy the economy is tanking and it's getting worse and and the experts are saying it's barely holding on by a thread and it's all fake anyways they're printing fake false money and it's all going to catch up the biden administration now you could say well all these presidents have done it maybe so And I agree. I'm just as upset with all of them that have done that. But they're not in in the office right now. It's his job to bring answers. And what has he done? He has failed at every turn. He can't even put a coherent um, sentence together. He has failed at every turn. He has made the Democrat supporter, the Democrat voter look like an absolute fool in america and you still support him or many of you still support him you didn't like trump why because of his tweets or you you, you listen to cnn the media so you listen to cnn who didn't like trump or msnbc who didn't like trump you picked up on their talking points they lied to you they failed you as well the every every liberal institution is failing you especially you liberals, because us conservatives, we're already ready for it. We already know it. We see it clearly. And we're doing our best to to position our lives so we're not as affected by it that much. But you guys keep jumping in, hook, line, and sinker. You keep jumping in and buying into the lies. You keep jumping in and buying into the, 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 the deceit. And, and um, oh, I don't know who said this, but I just I just saw this. I read this. That, oh, I think it was Elon Musk who said this. So I'm gonna butcher this. I think it was Elon Musk, but I'm gonna butcher it. So I'm not quoting this word for word, but Elon Musk said something to the effect that, you know, it's it's um easier to deceive somebody than to convince them they have been deceived. And and I'm gonna be honest with you, you you liberals, you have been so deceived. You have been so absolutely deceived into believing that liberalism actually works, that the Democrat Party actually cares about you and is actually going to make liberalism work, you've been so deceived because liberalism, socialism, communism, Marxism, it's all really about the same ism, just different stages of the same ism. It's failed everywhere it's been tried and you guys keep thinking that it's going to work. Now, what does this have to do with trains? Well, this Pete Buttigieg dude, he's one of you. It's his job to make sure that our rail system is a good working, good running rail system. It's his job. You might say, well, what about the guy before him? Well, what about him? He's not in in that position anymore. It's his job now. Personally, personally, after the 12th or 13th derailment in just six weeks, if I was president, I think I'd be telling him to find another job. And I would put somebody in there who was, quite frankly, very Trump-esque In the sense of getting in there, let's find some answers and let's do it now, regardless of whose feelings get hurt and just do it. Make it happen. Do you know what I loved about Trump? What I really loved about Trump is he just got the job done. What about all those mean tweets? What about him? I don't care about mean tweets. He got the job done. Lowest unemployment in American history among um, most minority groups, blacks, Hispanics, women, the... the, if you will, the wages were going up among many of those minority groups as well. So not only did were more people working, but they were working, making a, uh, you know, they throw this around, so I'll just use it, living wage. So that means with every person going out there and actually getting, finding a job and working, that was one less family or one less person off the governmental system. And you see, Liberals don't like that. They want people on the system. They want people collecting their social um, paycheck. They want people collecting welfare. They want people on the on the uh, you know what, what do they call that the universal health care stuff? Why? Because every person that relies on the government for anything is one more person that they can control. That's why liberals love it. And and I'm talking about liberals in government. Now, those of you who vote for these liberals, you've been so duped and so fooled and become such a mindless pawns that you keep voting for the very people that are putting you in more and more bondage, stripping you of not just your personal freedoms, but your ability to even think for yourself and your ability to create a destiny and a life for yourself. Again, what does this have to do with all these train derailments? Absolutely everything because it's the same people at the top failing. They're more concerned about this idea of equity, which to them only means another means to be able to control you. They're more concerned with controlling people than they are actually doing their real job. Why they were put in those positions. Pete Buddha geek Buddha, (sighs) Buddha... I don't know why they just can't put people in there that have normal names. But anyways, Pete Buttigieg, it's not, I mean, I'm sorry. Listen, regardless of whether what you think about the homosexual um, ideology, mentality, lifestyle, okay, because this guy is a homosexual, but we know more about his homosexual his homosexuality. We know more about the children that he adopted, him and his, I don't know, wife, husband, whatever they call one another. We know more about their homosexual relationship than we do about what he's actually doing to put an end to these trail de- these train derailments. And again, regardless of what you think about the homosexual agenda, that's not why he's there. He is there at the head of the Secretary of Transportation to find out not only why these trains are being derailed, but what he can do to fix it so they stop being derailed. That's what he's there for. Not to push some homosexual agenda, some social agenda, some sexual agenda. That's not his job. And yet he gets away with it. Why? Because you liberals have been so deceived that train derailments with toxic chemicals in a town that's killing fish and livestock and all of that is not as important than this dude wearing some kind of fake uh, chest thing to chest feed his adopted children let's go home there's no intelligent life here i don't even know what to say to this nonsense because that's what it is it's absolute nonsense it's strange it's wicked it's evil it's perverse his job is to make sure that our transportation in this country is safe that number one first safe then we can work on everything else making it more up to date high tech leading tech, all of that. But number one, safe. If it's harming people, harming the environment, killing fish, he's failing at his job. President Biden, you are failing at your job. Kamala Harris, you are failing at your job. Pete Buttigieg, you are failing. Oh my gosh, you are failing at your job. There's a a guy on... uh, YouTube mostly, but one of those I forget what they call them social guys. They put out the videos and everything. His his name is Stephen. He he's of Chinese descent, and he he basically pokes fun at Asian families, Asian parents, and Asian parenting. And so he pokes fun at he he plays himself and he plays his dad, you know. And in one of his little videos, it's funny. His dad's getting on to him about not uh, doing enough homework and not getting good enough grades and all this good stuff. And he says, your cousin Timmy knows like nine languages. You know one language, failure. And um, uh, that comes to my mind often when I just see a picture of Biden or a picture now of Pete Buttigieg or Kamala Harris or any other Democrat, AOC. And, and, And I'm sorry, but you Democrat voters, you liberal voters out there, I'm beginning to believe that you only know one language, failure. And you might think, oh, he's just being so mean. I'm just being honest with you. Because no matter what you can point out about the Republicans, and trust me, there's a lot to point out. There is a lot wrong with the public, Republican Party. It pales in comparison to the Democrat Party. You've got failures in the Republican Party, you know, for the most part. And, and in the Democrat Party, it is completely and total, when I say completely, 100%, not just failure, because they're not failing at, what they're, at their agenda they're succeeding. But it is 100% wicked, 100% evil. And you liberals have been so deceived into believing that what they stand for and what they're doing is a good thing. And it's not. It's evil. It's wicked. And I don't use those words lightly. I'm just telling you the truth. So America, I think we need to wake up. America... We need to really stand up for truth and righteousness. America, we need to stand up against such foolishness as this Pete Buttigieg failing at his job to keep trains on the track. America, it's time that we demand better from our elected officials. America, it's time that we, we um, demand righteousness and they at least <clears throat> do the job We send them to these offices in Washington that they at least do their job that they were elected for. So are you with me? Are we going to stand up? Or are we going to wait until some disaster hits our hometown because of their failure before we let our voices be heard? I hope and I pray that we stand up and let our voices be heard and we demand justice, demand righteousness, and we demand that they do the job that they were hired to. To do. You got
0: that right. Thank you again for joining us at Table Flippers. Please check out our merchandise. We have hats, hoodies, water bottles, all kinds of cool things. You can find all of the, our merchandise at TableFlippers.com. That's TableFlippers.com. And please write me. Please let me know how I'm doing. Write me at GWCCRobert. That's one word, GWCCRobert at gmail.com. Give me the good letters. Give me the bad letters. Tell me the great things I'm doing. Tell me the bad things I'm doing. I want to hear it all. Have a great day.